What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast, episode 99. 99. I, I of course, am your host, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. AKA the... Wait for it. Whitney for it. Wade Blogs. Mm-hmm. Joining me, uh... Pumpkin Spice, uh, Sorry Not Sorry, uh, Undeniably, uh, Unapologetically, uh, Tickle Me. Uh, Shut up. <laughs> always. Always. Uh, unapologetically. Take on it. Um, I remember that because I always forget that one, so I remember that. Mm. Always in the building. What's up? What's up? And of course, on World Tour... At the um, Prince Hakeem Stadium in Zamunda, <laughs> <laughs> the bowels of Zamunda, we have um, <laughs> Gila in the building. Yeah. So, well, of course, we're coming to y'all from our beautiful um, podcast home of Radio Ready Studios, where they give us crystal clear clarity and sound. Uh, this is the final episode of 2018. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. The next time y'all will hear us is 2019. It's gonna be a whole honey. Our 100th episode is next show. The next show y'all will hear from us is our 100th episode. Uh, and we're not gonna do all the mushy stuff. Uh, we'll do, say that for next week. <laughs> um, but um, it's a big deal. 100 is a big deal. Shout out to all y'all for listening. And I guess without further ado, let's get into what we all always do, what we like to do around this time the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. Like I slowed it down, like um, in the trailer. I no. The... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, look, look. <laughs> we going into the hundred. We got to get that actually cut. <laughs> we, we actually do. This is pretty. We actually gotta. You know, I gotta. You know what's funny? I have a whole app with a bunch of sound effects that I could use. I've done it some episodes, but. Because other podcasts use it, it makes us sound like we're copying them, so I stopped using it. <laughs> but I have well, a whole app with a bunch of sound effects. Of it. When they talk about topics that we talk about, it looks like they're copying us. It definitely does. And I love it. It definitely does. <laughs> Good point. You, you have a great point there, Ari. Yes. The originator. We are. Because <laughs> that's one reason why we record the show on Sundays, to get a head start for everybody else. Because when they say what we say, sound like the because they are exactly they be listening I know it they do they do but let's go ahead and get into the rundown the first thing I wanted to start with the rundown is our boy um Jay Reed oh I'm sorry um Takashi 69 <laughs> uh you're terrible yeah, yeah people not gonna catch that unless yeah. they heard the episode uh terrible <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you it was, still think he's Jay Reed? I don't know if he's Jay Reed, but I know something's going on. Something's going on. Oh, yeah. On. Oh, yeah, it's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, something's going on. He, not, he might not be Jay Reed. Maybe academics is Jay Reed. But somebody, it's Jay Reed over there. Hey. <laughs> it would make sense with what just happened. Exactly. With, with Lil' Act. Exactly. But y'all y'all will see what's going on. Listen to some old I episodes, we'll tell you. <laughs> but... 
earlier this week it was announced that um Takashi uh reportedly was offering the court 1.5 million in bail to be released. For those who don't know, Takashi's in bail in jail for a list of charges. He's in federal custody, and he's in jail until his court date, which is September of 2019. So, mm-hmm. which is kind of unheard of, or at least in my knowledge, him and his lawyer are going to the judge saying, "Hey." Give us bail for one point five million. Now, it's not what the judge say. Hey, here's your bail. They're saying they're giving the idea. Hey, we have one point five. Let us go home. Give us free. Um, I think this is too high profile for the work. I don't know. It sounds with all the things going on with the Sakashi case, it's just another odd thing. Yeah, nothing nothing is standard about his case. Everything has been so unorthodox as well as being being played out in the media so much. Um honestly I haven't seen a case this much in the media from start and probably to finish since OJ's joint. It's it's almost like Social media is weighing in on the courtroom instead of it being vice versa. Well, that's a good question you bring up. I guess we actually walk into this topic. Is this the first? If you remember with the OJ case, and already you probably don't remember, you're probably like two years old, but the OJ case, that was kind of the first case of that generation, you know, the whole reality TV thing. Is this Takashi case the first case of the social media generation? Because if you think about Takashi's career, he's been a social media star. So with the well, way I guess, social media, I guess, de- I guess it depends on how you want to play it out. Because um, on social media, we've seen many headlines about uh, rappers or other celebrities you know, going to jail or having to do time, case in point. We talked about it um, on on recent episodes. Joel Santana about to go to jail. Right. Of course, we we talked about Meek Mill. Uh, it, it's been quite a few that have played out. You know, Fab um, situation played out on social media somewhat. Right, yeah. But, but to to this level... I have to say no. Like none of none of the the people that I just mentioned had a petition. Well, hold on. Uh, I take that back. If I if I remember correctly, I believe Meek had a petition, but I know a lot of high profile celebrities as well as um high ranking officials stepped in on Meek's behalf. But this is a, a different type of situation. And like I don't know like can you really compare those? Because Meek's situation was all over social media too. But I think this is different because Takashi is for lack of a better term, a product of social media. Like Meek is up in the social media generation. Takashi 
got his first we first recognized him from him trolling and doing shit like that. True. So he's he's a product of this social media buzz. Um I don't know what they can do because if you remember with the OJ thing, um like court TV was founded on that and like things changed because of the the coverage of the OJ trial. I don't know how they can change the coverage and change things for Takashi. Because we get too much information now as it is. So I don't know what else they can do. But it just feels like with every headline we get, it's something we say I've never heard of. It. Yeah. It just, that is true. It just is that. I've never heard it. Like you mentioned, I've never heard it this way that they just coming up with money and offering like, look, we got this amount of money. Give them bail. All right, that ain't good enough. That double back. We got this amount of money. Give them bail. Now, I don't know if that's a product of Officer Hernandez's um, defense team or we have more access to information because of social media. You know what I mean? Like, two years ago, we wouldn't have heard all this stuff because social media wasn't that way. But now we know everything. And then the, 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 the cloud around him as it was. So I don't know what's causing this, but every headline we see from him, as I said earlier, it's like, I never heard it before. And I, granted, I'm not a criminal, this criminal, this may be some average regular shit. I don't know. <laughs> but mm-hmm. to me, this sounds new to me. I mean, I've, I've, I've had my in and outs, and I've known niggas who had they in and outs. I ain't never heard of nothing like this thing. I've, I've never... I've never heard of when a, a bail was denied, the legal team not only went to the judge and said, hey, here's money for bail. I know you denied it, but reconsider. And on top of that, they leaked that plan out to the press. Like, oh, yeah. I think that's going to backfire. I think if they would have did this and we would have not known about it, because now everybody knows, because they haven't presented this to the judge yet. They're saying he has a, a motion hearing in January to present this. This hasn't. This is. They're telling us, "Hey, we're gonna let them get out of jail." I think what they're doing is trying to, like, kind of piggyback off a meek situation to say, "Hey, he's in there unjustly at this point." Like, what would be the reason for you to not give him bail when he's trying to post 1.5 million? He has a daughter, you know. He he's not a flight risk. He's willing to turn in his passport. What's the reason for you not giving him bail at this point? I think they're trying to put the pressure on the judge at that point for them to stand up and be like, why? And the the judge is forced to give an answer. So then it can be flipped around and turned like, okay, this is an unjust system. Uh, they're being biased. They they don't want to let him out for whatever reason. You know what court in in the state would not accept this this kind of package. I think that's I think that's the angle that they're coming from at this point. I, I agree with I agree with you. They're probably playing that angle. I just think it's a bad angle. <laughs> I think it's a bad angle. Like with yeah, all the shit we've heard. Because ultimately 
I mean, initially, regardless of how much press the Meek situation got, the judge won't budge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got and and it and, and semi put Meek in a, a worse situation before it got better. That's what I hope his legal lawyer, his legal team is not saying we're gonna go that route because that's a horrible plan for him. I mean Meek and Takashi's situation is completely different. The only only commonality is they're both rappers. <laughs> like the situation is completely fucking different. But we'll see how that plays out and of course we'll keep y'all up to date on what happens. But um it doesn't look good. To me, <laughs> it doesn't look good. And and a little bit about a little bit about me, your boy Way, I did study law for a year. I dropped out I was whatever. But I did go to law school for a year. So it doesn't sound good to me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh moving on here down the rundown. Uh the rundown. President for life. Um <laughs> <laughs> President for Life Barack Obama. Um my, my my president released a you know it's that time of year where everyone releases their favorites of the everybody does. We'll we'll do it next week. Um everybody does. So Barack Obama released his list of favorite songs of two thousand eighteen. And I'm just name a couple of styles of songs. I'm not gonna read the whole list. It's a couple, couple of surprises. Um, could have been by her, recent Bryson Tiller, that makes the list. Uh, I like it, Cardi. That's on the list. Um, turning me up. Bj, Bj, the Chicago kid, makes the list. Bj doesn't get enough credit. And the wow freestyle from J Rock and Kendrick Lamar also makes sense. It's a pretty comprehensive list. I like the list. I think it's a dope list. I think it'd be a good playlist if somebody made the playlist. Uh, did anything surprise you? Sorry, from the, from the list you saw, any anything of their like? That's it. No, it's a bunch. I didn't want to read the whole list. I just some, that's some of the things that. No. Um. I mean, ape shit's on the list, but it's the Carter, so I, that doesn't really surprise me. I'm about to say that didn't surprise me. Either. Some of these people, I have no idea who they are. Some of them. Kevin's yeah, heart. Yeah, I mean. Kevin. All right, so I'm not surprised Jay Cole is on the list. I'm surprised it's a song that's on the list. I'm surprised Cardi B's song is up there. Really? I yeah. like it. Oh yeah, you gotta remember it's 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 the president, so I wouldn't expect Barack Obama to bang Cardi B. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm surprised it's on the list. I don't expect Obama to be listening to Cardi B. That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah, that's what I'm agreeing with you. I'm surprised oh, okay. it's on the list too. Yeah, um that yeah, I mean That didn't surprise some me. Some people that's on there I don't yeah, know who they are. Yeah, a lot of them I don't know. Uh, like the Kevin's heart thing didn't surprise because if you're going to have a J Cole song, if there was a J Cole song that I think Barack will listen to, it would be Kevin's heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I From think, the last album. But I, but if you, I don't know. Maybe it's just my my take on it because 
Kevin's heart is basically about cheating and not doing it again. Yeah, but it's I'm I'm not looking at the song itself. I'm looking at the the content of the song. It's a mature song. True, but for on that album, um, it was way it it was still mature songs on there. Yeah, that don't have that negative connotation to it. Like case in point, um, full clothes. Yeah. Like, that's just basically like, baby, I, I know you've been working hard. You've been doing everything for me. You tired. I just want to do something to take the weight off you and show you I appreciate you. I'm just going to fold clothes for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a bad song. The video was good. I'm not mad at it. But, yeah, it is. It is when you think of what the song means. Yeah, I, I can see I what you're saying. I love the fact he got BJ the Chicago kid on there. Shout yeah. out to him, yeah. I love that. That, nigga, that nigga's classic. I keep saying people sleeping on BJ. I love BJ is dope. And I love the Bruh. fact that um J Rock is up there with Kendrick. Exactly. With the wild freestyle. Yeah. I think his list is very diverse, but I agree with y'all. Some of the people I don't know. So um hey, they can be streaming at some point. <laughs> Yeah, like um, I don't. It's, yeah, it's a lot of people. Here. Well, Janelle Monae up here. That's good. I see that. Chance the rapper. Okay. Yeah, a lot of these people I don't you know. know. But you know, it's the you, you know who was made up there? Who? Chris and Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. I see what you did there. <laughs> we gonna leave Chris alone. Let her be. <laughs> He's struggling enough. I'm sorry. I'm petty. <laughs> <laughs> oh baby, I'm, oh why'd you have to do that? She plays oh, that's what I think. That's what's gonna happen to Travis Scott if he does it. Man, but Travis is in a better position. But let's continue on with the rundown with with, with a, <laughs> a section we're gonna call Ari's section here. <laughs> Ari, mm. you want to take it Ari away here <laughs> with number three on the rundown? That's not even funny. <laughs> I don't understand why this has to be an Ari section. Because it's it's who it is. It's about you. It's not about me. I'm not getting on stage. Haters. Make it go um what bum bum bum. Go ahead. Anyway. Let it go bum bum bum. (laughs) Anyway. Um (laughs) B2K. Excuse you. What's the growl for? You just, you sound like I do when I hear Jay-Z's name. <laughs> you a hater. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, B2K. Nah. Yeah. Not evening. Um, we'll be coming back to do a tour. But they're not the only ones, though, which I think is pretty dope. It puts you in the nostalgia train. Nostalgia train. I should open up for them. Really? <laughs> Nostalgia. Hey, no. I have a funny B2K story I'll tell y'all one day about when I was rapping. Another really? Story. Yeah, I do. I have a really funny story about it. When you were rapping? Yeah, it's a long time ago. Um, well, um, Mario. I have a Mario story, too. Uh-oh. Of course you do. <laughs> Mario, uh, Yin Yang Twins, Lloyd, Pretty Ricky, and Chingy is supposed to be on the tour as well. Um and uh where they're gonna do the shows at 
The tour schedule is going to be released at 9 a.m. on December 31st. And tickets are going to be on sale January 4th. And I've heard that people they're encouraging people to come in uh, 2000s attire, like I'm dressed like They're encouraging for- people, yeah. There was this really big uh, joke on, on the media about Omarion putting out a dress code for the yeah. show. And then he went back out and said he was just playing. Mm. People gonna really do that. Dead ass serious. He dead ass. Everybody's wearing like people are like I've seen people on live talking about they just got their lip gloss back out from two thousand. They don't know if it's any good or not, but it's they're not. gonna try to wear it. It's not. <laughs> they got like shoes back from that time and shorts and stuff, skorts and all New that. Jersey dresses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Megan's I got rid of all my shit, it. so this is gonna have on jerseys, headbands. And Tim. Oh, man. Amazon is about to be lit. Etsy is about to be lit. That's a fact. Is it just me? Or it's one thing about the lineup that seems kind of off? What what seems off it? I don't think Ying Twins should be on this tour. The Ying Yang Twins? Yeah. Well, it's it's it is a R and B tour, right? Nah, not even just because it's an R and B tour. Like, I never I never associated the Yin Yang Twins with that specific, I guess, movement. So to, like Chingy fits. Right, I, 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 I see what you're saying. But Yin Yang Twins don't fit to me. Everybody else fits. I feel like yeah, but see, they debuted in two thousand, and they gained popularity in two thousand and three. Yeah, with the whisper song. Yeah, see, I think I think what what she is saying. They really broke, even though they were out before that. That era is is where the Indian twins are at. But I think she is saying like that's more, for lack of a better term, kid pop. And the Yang Twins don't really kind of fit that mold. Like B2K is a kids right. band, Chingy, Chingy's that kind of same way. Like I'm surprised Bow Wow's not there. It's like that kind of nobody mold. likes Bow Wow. Some what I'm I hearing. Say, so Bow wow, if Bow Wow had played his cards right, he would have been on. The, he probably would have headlined that tour yeah. right along with B2K. But he fucked all of that up. But I think I think it's pretty much more of the fact that. It's a group that's coming back. There was a lot of groups that were splitting up in the 2000s that I thought were really freaking dope. And just the point of a group getting back together, and they were like a heartthrob group. Like, every girl was on their dick. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, I got posters up in the room. Cool. All that stuff. It's like, if they made sheets and covers, we all had them. Like, you know. Yeah. Um... Sheets and covers. What happened to posters? She said that. She said. I said that first. Oh my bad. I'm sorry. I missed that part. So who yeah. else? You said okay. B2K, Chingy, Yin Yang Twins. Who else? <clears throat> um, hold on. And aren't we glad in hip hop we finally got to a place where we think it, we can say Chingy and not talk about transvestite again or transsexual or whatever? Wow. That was the big. You remember that was a big story for forever, right? Really? <laughs> Chingy with the, was it Sydney Star the tranny? And I'm not saying training to be a derogative way. Well, hold on, you want to say we didn't get to a point where it can't get brought up, and then you're gonna bring it up? I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? I'm petty. 
Mario, <laughs> uh, Mario, Lloyd. Yeah, I guess he fits that. Mario too. Mario yeah. and Lloyd like go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah together. Is Lloyd gonna bring out Lil Wayne? They can do the whole song. Pretty I don't know. Lloyd, Pretty Ricky and Lloyd Shingy. Is Lloyd is a hell of a, a hell Pretty of an artist. He's in that category, but he's way better than Mario. What? Lloyd versus Mario. Lloyd is way better than Mario. I don't know. Mm. Uh, no, I, I, I think I, I agree I, with you. Now, this, from, from my understanding and what I know, Lloyd writes the majority of his music. Mario is a machine. Yeah, he, he has the image, he sings, but he has the back. Currently, I guarantee you, you put them in the studio one-on-one, no help, Lloyd is going to smoke Mario easily. Yeah. Maybe. I think it's just like a reunion for the 2000 era. Yeah, I guess it, it probably could be all they ended up could, you know, getting to. A lot of people don't want to do that stuff if they don't want to perform with other people. That's true. Too. A lot of groups were broken up and still have bad issues or whatever. I mean, it's it's kind of like, I hate to say it like this, but it's kind of like getting back with the reunion for your high school. Mm. Like, not everybody's going to do that. I never, I never go to my high school. I That's what I'm more. saying. Not not everybody's going to do that. Yeah, I never go. Um, I mean, it was a really good era. I thought, yeah. you know, yeah. I really did love that time of music. But at the same time, it, it was a lot of call for breakups with groups, too. There's a lot of money. And there's a lot of one-hit wonders out there as well around that time. So, you know, who all could you really get to do a tour? There's a lot of one-hit wonders. Yeah. Yeah. So people yeah, that actually not, lasted in music. It's not like you can do the franchise boys on the tour. You can do Jaquan. You can do Tipsy. Like he would really want to do that? What else you doing? Well, that's... Actually, they, probably bagging um, something. Jake Wanda did a little, a little interview set up joint. Yeah, so I he's saw it. Still working. But it's not like the franchise boys is, is probably still together for yeah. them to do the joint. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't even know. Um, it looks like. I mean, shit, you could throw Nivea on that tour, too. Oh, so the the tour is produced by G Squared Events in association with Omarion Worldwide. So Omarion got Omarion Hall of Fame Entertainment this. and Boulevard Music. Omarion was behind it all. That's bad. What would be dope is if when they're touring at each tour stop, they bring out a surprise artist from that generation. That would have been dope. Like I said, if you go to Atlanta, you bring out um Jaquan. Mm-hmm. Tell me that jump won't bump in there, like. One, he comes to two. That shit'd go hard out there. Yeah, I had a remote. It was. Why? We're not talking. Like every city it goes to, they bring out um Nelly and them. Yeah, the lunatic. Yeah, they can do Air Force Ones or something. Mm-hmm. You know, just every every tour stop bring out somebody different from that era. You know, they could get Joe Button do pump it up. You know that's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Shout out to Joe. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> but that's interesting. Now speaking of reunions, and I feel like we've had this story on this show a couple times. So I'm not gonna give anything extra. 
<laughs> just gonna report it like it was the news. <laughs> DMX is due to be released in jail from jail next month. Yay! Yay! He says he says he has an album coming and is working on a possible bio. I want the bio. I would love to see a DMX movie. First off, that's crazy. Um, I want the bio. Now, I, I'm not. I'm not too much interested in the music. I'm into biotech. First off, I just want X to be healthy. That's let's 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 say that. Uh, if he can come in, he don't gotta give me an album. Do a couple of guest verses. Do a verse somewhere. Do a couple of verses. Do you know what I mean? I'm good with that. But a DMX biopic, that would be spectacular. I can see the trailer in my head. I can I can visualize this. The movie name the movie called Get At Me Dog. Get out of here. <sighs> I can I see it. It had to it would have to what else could it be? It's dark and hell is hot. And then Maybe. there was X. And then oh okay. I see you, I see you. And then and then there was X. The movie. Why you? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And then that was X. My nigga done went into a whole campaign. Picture. I'm telling you, somebody's gonna hear this, and we made the movie Uncarnation. Y'all heard it first, and then there was X, the movie. That's not one. That's that sounds dope. You can see the trailer where they talk about other artists. Yeah, we had this artist and this artist and, and shiny Superman and this and this. Shiny Superman. Shiny Superman. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and then, dun, 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 there was there X. was X. Right. And then, like, oh, that shit is crazy. I, I see the the visual like a twenty inch scene of something. It's you so right, futuristic. Baby, I see it. Son. You I right? see it. <laughs> you height. <laughs> I see it, son. Feel like he about to just start I'm knocking the... over tables. Oh, this is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lee. I'm telling you, you ready, ready to kick down doors. I'm telling, I'm ready. I'm ready for Jeez. it. Y'all niggas want to be killers. I'm ready for it. Now the question is, do you think it's gonna cover from beginning to current, or is it gonna focus on beginning, or is it gonna focus on once he got signed up? I would say focus from beginning to when he first went to jail. We don't need all the times he went to jail and got out. Went to jail, and got out. Uh. Uh-uh. Agreed. That's gonna be a long ass movie. Just from the beginning <laughs> to the first time we went to jail, and we're good. Exactly. I'm telling you, that would be a dope movie. And then there was X. It's not gonna be called that. It has to be because it it's especially right. I'm telling you, GW, you're a genius for this. For, for the Thank contrast you. in today's even though, culture. Even though I didn't come up with the title, it was one of his albums. I know, I know. You. But it fits. It fits, though. It fits. You, you have the trailer where you're showing the rappers of today rap music. You Look, the voiceover. Look, his voiceover. Rap music sure has changed. I don't I like young. it. I don't like it. I'm telling you. And he just... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, these kids in the tight pants. Like you two out. I'm telling you, she don't even care. I see the visual. Somebody ho- holler at me. Get top on the phone. Nah, son. 
Grab the mic for that. Nah, <laughs> son. Nah. I can see it. I see the trailer when just DMX is doing the voiceover. That's not how it's going to happen. That's how it's going to It has to, You don't see that? Yo, get the I see butt. it as clear as day. Yo, a dead and just shit. Immediately. Did you hear me? Did you hear what I was? That was my DMX impression. You like my impression? Shane let you rock two full sentences. You see that? He was like, oh. <laughs> I'm t- I see it. And then that was X the movie. I see it. I've seen it, son. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling y'all. Uncarnation, and then there was extra movie. You heard it here first. Um, continuing on here with the rundown. Uh, I wonder, I'm pulling this up as I'm talking because I want to read it verbatim. I had it verbatim. I want to read it verbatim. Uh, the homie Chris, Chris Brown, we all know, Christopher, um, recently, <laughs> Christopher, like I'm calling it by the names, you see me? Um, he recently went on Instagram and posted, um, a message to everybody. I think, I think that's the best way to put it. I'm looking for, I'm, while I'm pulling it up here. Uh, and I think it's funny and it's poignant at this time because with all this talk of the king of R&B it's funny this comes out and I'm going to read the message here I have it right here uh, Chris, from Chris from his page Chris Brown official Chris says one, uh, microphone. one day they will make mo- a movie about the kid saying how he was one of the greats and started adversity ah, and stayed adversity in his eyes and stood tall no matter what they threw at him he made music that mattered and helped. So, what are we doing now? We doing? What? Yeah. My bad. He made music that mattered and helped so many people believe in their abilities to manifest their own destiny. It's pretty sad that all these things will be recognized when I'm gone. But for now, I'm going to remain humble, creative, and ultimately elevate my consciousness. Now, I think what's funny with all this King of R&B talk, the funny thing I noticed is that everyone unanimously is saying Chris. Like, it's not everybody I see is like, yeah, it's Chris. So why are we not treating him like he's the King of R&B? Because he don't treat himself like he's the King of R&B. That nigga be... Chris be getting into too much shit. But is that and... is that just what we believe because of the Rihanna thing? No. What is Chris got into lately? I'm going to say because of the Rihanna thing. I'm not going to say because of the Rihanna thing. Um, even though his career took a different turn mm-hmm. after that. Because remember, before that, he was doing the whole double mint commercials and right. everybody was like, right. oh, he's the next Michael Jackson. So the Rihanna situation, nobody's that that they did it. Thought process never came back up for the most part. Yeah. It's been it's been sprinkled here and there. But it's never been a consistent like, oh shit, Chris on it, Chris on it, Chris on it, Chris on it. Like every time he gets some traction going, unfortunately a negative obstacle gets thrown in his way. And it's usually a legal situation. But that's the thing. And here here's 
What? Case in point, he's facing five years. I mean, not five years, what? Five, six, six months oh. for owning a monkey. But isn't that, like, petty? Like, isn't that, it's like... It's very fucking petty. It's like, it's it's like when you don't petty. like somebody, anything they do will be wrong. I feel like people have turned their back on Chris. So, like, anything he does is wrong. If you look at Chris's body of work, just Chris... Forget it's Chris Brown. Look at this man's body of work. Like, there's not any anybody in the last ten years has been that's new is close to him. And the closest one I would say is Trey. I wouldn't even that's a crazy thing. I think a lot of people compare them because they both from Virginia and they came out around the time. Right. I don't even put I don't even compare them to. Because they do they do two different the things. The way they approach music and, and the people, and the direction you're trying to go with it is opposite. I yeah, I agree it with you there. Be. I think I, I think if everything was even, Chris would be a pop star. But because yeah, of, of his background, because of the Rihanna thing, let's call it what it is, they won't let him be a pop star. No. When he came, look, when the the China White joint came out, mm-hmm. that was the next, that was, that was the most recent attempt. Well, I ain't going to say attempt. The most recent record that he did that should have put him over into that category. And it didn't. Yeah, Chris. I mean, not kind of Chris should be a pop star. Chris should be like Justin Bieber status, but they won't let him. Like it always. Whenever he gets too high, someone brings up Rihanna again, and they both moved on years ago. Well, like, it's kind of like that thing, you know, like somebody will never let you forget. Yeah, and it's it's sad because it sounds like a, it's a it's a dichotomy of 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 what black men go through in America. Like you know, you make a mistake and you've paid for it, you've you've repented for it, but people are still holding that one mistake against you. Like he's going above and beyond saying, hey, "I'm sorry, I'm away from all that stuff. I'm doing stuff for the kids. I got my own daughter. I'm out here trying to live my life." But it, I promise you. It comes up at least once a week. I feel bad for him because he's right. Nobody's gonna realize how dope Chris is, and I'm not even a Chris Brown fan. <laughs> I don't have any Chris Brown music. Oh, you're wildin'. I don't have <laughs> any. Like I have the last yeah. album because we was talking about it during the show. But I don't. I'm not yeah. a Chris Brown. I don't have a Chris Brown album at all. You're fucking tripping. But I can tell you, I know the impact and just being his talent. Chris is that dude. And pause, no dick riding, none of that stuff. I'm just simply saying, like, we're not going to realize who he is until it's too late. And then when the biopic comes out, because <laughs> it's going to be a biopic, it's going to be called Run It. <laughs> the Chris Brown story. <laughs> Damn. Uh, nah, it's going to be something better. I got to think of a better title than that. I don't know about Chris Brown songs. I'm sorry, Chris. Um, I mean, I actually might work though. Right? You think? Thinking, right? eh, eh, I don't know. It's gonna be something like, like, like "Heartbreak on the Full Moon." I can see that as the title of this movie. Mm, I think that's a little too dramatic. Yeah, but it's a dramatic thing. 
I mean, it's not, it's, it's, it's not, and then there was X, but, you know, it's still a good title. There's <laughs> nothing like that. Look, that man dropped two projects in his first year, was doing movies, touring, um, like, X first year in the game was nuts. Nobody's had a first year like that, so you can't compare that. Here's a good question. Who plays X in the movie? X can't play X. Yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna play himself. It'll be interesting to see who does it though. Yeah, they, they haven't released that information yet, have they? No, nah, no, nah, it's just all talking now. It's just all talking. Oh. But I, I'm just curious to see who would play X in the movie. Uncut Nation, it's y'all job. Who would play DMX in the movie? And then there was X. I'm going with that title. That's the working title right now. And then there was X. But back to Chris, I think, I don't know what could get Chris over the hump, so to speak. Can he get over that? If he made a song with Rihanna right now, would we all just say, okay, it's over? What do you mean? Because everyone brings up him, him and Rihanna all the time. If he did a song right now, brand new song, Rihanna, and they're cool, like super cool, because they're cool anyway, but the public eye still like, oh, you hit Rihanna. But if they made a song right now, do you think the public would get over that? I don't know, because then you'll, you'll probably have like a whole hashtag for Rihanna, like you're stupid for doing this and this and that. Who knows how, the, how that would swing? The, I mean, people are so judgmental. Yeah. Because if they weren't this judgmental, they would have already let the shit go by now. It's been over 10 years. And they still haven't let it go. Yeah. So They're not going to think anything positive the, about them having a song together. So what would get, them, what would get him over? I don't know. I, I, it might be one of those situations that's always just going to be part of their careers. Like... The the crazy thing is how it's affected Chris's career, but not Rihanna. Well, like nobody, I don't feel anybody looks at Rihanna as a victim of, you know, abuse or anything like that. I think they just look at her as Rihanna at this point. Yeah, well, that's but, a bigger statement on society as a whole. Like you know, the woman always, you know, what I mean, skates out of situations like this. I think Chris because he's. He's always been in our face. Like Chris is, even through this whole shit, Chris has been working the entire time. He's dropping music all the time. Whether it's a mixtape or a, a real studio album, he's dropping music. He's tattooed out. He, he was apologetic in, in the beginning, but now he's like, yo, I don't care. That shit was over with. Let it go. Yeah, I'm about to say, like, keep in point. I think it was just how everything turned after the fact mm-hmm. that quote-unquote, I remember when the shit happened and he dropped um, the first mixtape and it was, like, real raunchy. He was cussing and he had started getting the tattoos. Everybody was like, oh, well, he's just going to go full bad boy in. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was so much him going for the image. I think it was kind of... They were trying to make him so squeaky clean. Right. 
and he just wanted to be him. So he took that that time, that opportunity to kind of rebrand himself, for him to feel comfortable in his celebrity and in, in his own skin, but at the same time trying to show people like I still make good music. Um, to go to the point that you brought out about the song that I'm doing, if I honestly believe if they did like a heart, a heartfelt like stand the test of time, joint on some forgive and forget, or just just not even forget, but just learn to forgive, and they just. Like, both of them just singing their hearts out, and they actually, it's more so that they're not singing. They're actually addressing each other. Yeah. As far as how they felt about the situation. And then, sad to say, actually, you know, went on a little run with it, performed it at, you know, award ceremonies and so on. I think the energy from it, from them actually being on stage together, performing something like that, letting people know, like, look, we've moved past it. Y'all got to let it go. We're actually becoming infectious. See, what what scares me about that is that, one, they should have been there. If that would have worked, I think they should have did that a couple of years ago. And, two, I know how the world works. They will probably twist that and, and, oh, this is what women have to put up with when they're abused. They have to forget, you know what I'm saying? The world would twist that in a way. So I don't, I don't know, and I wish I had the answer because I know but Chris see, would love that. <laughs> see, that's when, that's when Rihanna would actually have to have his back on some. This is not what women have to put up with. Like you're not supposed to put up with that, but at the same time, you have to learn to not stay in that situation, not let it hold you down, and still be able to forgive to move past it i think if they were cool now not even a relationship just if they were cool like in the public eye it would help him because rihanna's of course they both moved on but in the public eye rihanna's a super duper star now and it's like remember she was messing chris you know what i'm saying like if she if they followed each other on instagram or some shit like something simple that would help him because it would show that she's moved on as well. But if they're still at events and she's avoiding him and he's avoiding her, it's kind of awkward. It kind of reminds us. Like like it was a, a picture of a charity game. I don't know how recent this picture was where she was in the front audience and she was purposely like, you could see her not trying to look his direction. And he was like talking to a kid in front of her. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And it's not her job. You know what I'm saying? Who am I to tell her what to do? I'm just simply, for this purpose of this conversation, I'm just simply speaking on Chris's behalf. You know what I mean? It's just, it, it's, it's sad to realize that he's going to be one of the greats of this generation and people are ignoring him for a mistake he made. And he's repented for it. And he's trying to move on and be a father to his child. And But it's always something coming against him. And I feel bad for the kid. I really do. But let's move on here, Kabir talking a lot um Ari's favorite artist Kanye who 
<laughs> your favorite your favorite guy, Twitter fingers. Wake up, Mr. West, Mr. West. <laughs> Twitter fingers, um, aka Kanye West, recently went on a slight for him anyway, a slight Twitter rant. Um, when he apparently woke up one day and discovered that Drake was still following um his wife on Instagram. Um, not even still following. Yeah, that he was following her at all. Yeah, well, yeah, that's first off. And okay, uh, he basically starts off saying, "I I had to bring this up because it's the most fucked up thing of all." And I just saw it this morning. Imagine having a problem with someone and they follow your wife on Instagram. <laughs> uh, we truly wish this man the best and pray that he will find the same happiness that we have. I never knew until this one that Drake followed my wife on Instagram back in September. And we're in December now. We're in December now. Um, so many questions. Okay, a couple, th- couple things. And this is just like, first off, an overall question is, why do you give a fuck? That's the overall question. Uh, but to the micro level, okay, first off, if Drake followed Kim, Kim, a lot of people follow Kim. I'm sure she probably didn't even know. Thousands of people follow her. Not a big deal. Well, millions. Not a big deal to her. Uh, I would say on Drake's part, it's, it's petty. But, it is. But we, do, we know Drake is petty. Do we forget the meat meal shit? So what? Yeah, that's, that's what I want. Is Drake double tapping? I, I'm sure Drake is double tapping. I'm sure he's <laughs> double tapping. <laughs> or double tap. I, I ain't got but so many followers because Uncut Nation don't fuck with me. Yeah, but that's neither here nor that. Um, I find it very difficult to believe, and maybe it's just because, you know, I'm a simple civilian, <laughs> that between September and now, if he's liking pictures, not one time did you not see his name pop up. See, that it leads me to think with just the media surrounding them, Drake, I mean, Drake got his own circus. Kim has his own circus. Kanye has his own circus. It would lead me to think that somebody before now would have saw him liking one of her pictures. Exactly. Bleach it would have came out. PMZ, yeah, Shade exactly. Room, somebody would have had it. Yeah, somebody would have had it. Ball alert, somebody would be like, oh, Drake likes him. You know what I'm saying? Something. But for this to be December and Kanye's pissed out about it, about it now, um, it's petty on Drake's part. I mean, super petty. But what you gonna do, Kanye? It's like, it's like when you keep pranking somebody in the chest. You know, you're, you're in a fight, somebody wanna fight you and they keep like, Touching your chest. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Like Kanye, what are you gonna do? He's poking you in the chest, and you sitting there complaining on about on Instagram, on Twitter. You, on Twitter. you need to go see that man. If you got so much of a problem with this man, go see him. Has been. But my thing is, has Kim blocked the nigga yet? <laughs> that, that's another thing. Um, we was, me and G was talking about this earlier. Like, okay, this is out now. Kim should have been blocked him then. Remember, her obligation is to Kanye, not to Drake. She said, oh, you can't follow me. You got beef with my husband. Yeah, that, if that's how they work in the Instagram world, you don't think, you know, she, you look at me crazy. You don't think so? I don't know. I just don't think that it's news. Like, they just need to, I don't know. 
I mean, I don't think it's news either. Um, but I think it's hilarious that I like, think it's hilariously just, petty. I mean, it's just social media. Have they DM'd each other? Have they liked anything? If they just sitting there, then what's the issue? But he had do you, do you follow people you don't like? Sometimes. But you still follow them? Like you never like the picture, but you still follow them? Mm. Really? Mm. I, I try to interact with everybody. I mean, some, like, I just, like, there's some people that I come across and I'm like, huh, who that? I know when people change their name, I'd be like, who is this? You know people change their name. Like, yeah, I mean, but he could have followed her, you know, back then because they might have been cool back then. And the fact that they're fighting now, probably the last thing that was on his mind was, oh, snap, let me go run to every social media platform that right. I have and right. erase everybody off of it. But Sometimes that shit just fly back in the, you know, fly back in your head a little bit. The the funny thing about this is Drake hasn't said anything about any of this. Because he probably don't give a shit. Yeah, he's, he probably like, bro, probably I didn't even know. Yeah, he's probably laughing at this shit. To his credit, he's not, he's not even entertaining this shit like, I mean, but that would be my question. Has he liked anything? Have they had a personal conversation on Facebook or um, whatever Instagram, platform? Instagram. Instagram. Have they ever had a private conversation on there? Has anything ever been sent? Mm. If not, then they just sitting there. Or maybe Drake has one of those apps where you can like somebody's picture and they don't know it. What? Mm. What are you talking about? Mm. Android people know what I'm talking about. You have an Android too, it's that. I know on Snapchat, you used to have a thing where you could download somebody's video or watch somebody's video and they don't even know you're watching it. I know that because I used that one. They used to have the app. That's creepy as it's fuck. Creepy. But you know how some people are. No. Yeah. So maybe, maybe Drake is doing that. I wouldn't I know why. I, would, I wouldn't believe him. I'm just, I'm just having a conversation. I'm about to say, I doubt it. Yeah, Drake. That man could probably care less. Like I said, that shit. If he's been her friend for months now. He probably forgot. Because both of them have millions of friends. So I'm sure he's like, oh, yeah, I, I totally forgot about this shit. Okay, think about it like this as well, though. Half the time, who has their account? Well, I don't know. I, with Kim, probably her publicist or whatever. But I think Drake does his own shit. Maybe. But it's kind of hard to say. These days, you're right. Um, You know. Especially, you know, with our situation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You we, know, we all use one account. You're right. Um, so it could be his publicist or somebody else handling his his stuff. Cause I I noticed that people like regular people who have Instagrams and stuff like that they per they they post certain pictures, like more personal pictures. And it just seems like every star posts something like a professional picture, stuff like that. Like, they don't ever post any selfies or, <laughs> you know. quality. Yeah. Like, they don't ever just, you know, joke around and, and post something that's, you know, shitty or whatever. Mm. It's always made up. So it just makes me think, do they have somebody else running their shit? I'm sure a lot, a lot, a lot they of might be able to see stuff and stuff like that, but... For a lot of those people, like, when they want to put up a status, they have to check with somebody to see if 
that's good enough because then they can end up fucking themselves yeah, they go over. through their publicists and stuff, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's why I don't look too big into that, you know? It's just because I have a lot of friends, and I've had this... I had this conversation or I had that argument with somebody in a past relationship. Like, it's just fucking social media. If I don't talk to them, if I don't like shit, if they don't do anything, then why are they there? Likes. They're just there. They're there to to, to build up the friend capacity, little bucket shit. I don't care less. I completely agree with you. It's just, I don't like, I don't give a fuck. We're just having a conversation because Kim is well known that Kim gets paid for her posts. And she, it's a certain amount of a percentage that goes into her followers, her uh, comments, and all of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure Kim doesn't handle her own account at this particular point. Like it, it'll, it'll probably, it's probably too much to keep up with. I don't like you said. Hey, I don't certain celebrities. I don't see them walking around with their cell phones and being somewhere like, ooh, let me take a selfie. Right. <laughs> I, I, I don't see it. It's, it's not practical. They got too much going on. So I, I agree with you in that regard. Yeah. Uh, but I guess what it, even though he's following her on Instagram, like I know to change platforms, as far as going into Twitter, it's in uh, it's more of an investment in regards to what's being said on Twitter. And I remember Kim going on her Twitter rant about the fact that Drake that Drake um, was like, "Don't ever, you know, threaten my family," and it's in the third, so on and so forth. So I believe. To some degree, she handles her social media. It might not be Instagram per se because that's more pictures, but at some point, um, and me and Wade had talked about this offline, whoever's handling her account to allow that to continue is not helping the situation. Like, that's, that's almost like Faith posing with pop. Right. And and her response was, oh, I thought that would help dead the beef. Like, no, you gave, you gave him ammo. It's like so the- all, the room, all the rumors that circulate about that at some point Drake fucked Kim, but it's to be going on, and whoever's handling her account has not taken any action. Just further fuels the rumors that I they got something going on on the side. Right. There's some kind of understanding. I th- I think I think who was it? Um, Azalea Banks had the most interesting theory about mm-hmm. that. About what? Yeah, we, we talked about it on the show about what's going on there. Uh, I'm not gonna repeat <clears> it, but yeah, I think this. I I definitely think there's more to that than we know, and I also think Kanye is just playing. Like, like he's he has these things where he's doing it to promote something. Something's coming, a new shoe or something. And unfortunately, because we're media, we 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 have to talk about this shit. But it's really not. And I, cause I don't want y'all listening. Like, why y'all talking about Kanye? Yeah, I know it's not that deep. 
But it's the end of the year and how that shit happened. So deal with it. Um, now, one thing I, well, hey, we'll come to that later. I do want to talk about uh, Jordan Peele's trailer for the movie Us. Uh, for those who don't know Uncarnation, I know y'all know, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Uh, Jordan Peele directed the movie Get Out. Get Out. And he has a new movie called Us. The trailer premiered on, on um, the 25th. Uh, I think it was a, a dope trailer. Say that uh, the trailer started out with the family listening to the loonies. I got five on it. Hey, wait, 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 wait! You gotta say spoiler alert before you just start telling people tra- shit. I'm talking about the trailer. The I trailer. know. I don't got to spoiler for trailer. But what if they it's haven't seen the trailer? Go to Google. Get your Googles on. It's a trailer. I'm just saying. I'm about to say every look. Hey, everything he's about to say in, is in the trailer. How yeah. is that a spoiler? Yeah, but still, they should have saw the trailer then. Yeah, but what if they don't got like? That's their fault. That's their fault. That's their fault. Rude. I mean, if they, if they look, if they're listening to us and they can hear us, they have some form to watch the trailer. Maybe. All they I'm saying is, listen, I'm having a proud Oakland you know, for a second. We on, we on all streaming platforms talk where talk. you can find podcasts. That's all right. All right, go ahead, go ahead. All I was, was going to say was, no, don't talk that talk, G. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> talk know, that talk. Everywhere. All streaming platforms. Where's the way? Everywhere. Mm-hmm. We're everywhere. Fuck they never there. We everywhere. <laughs> Every place I visit, I got streaming there. Oh. Uh. <laughs> anyway, um, right. the trailer starts out with a black family. <laughs> the black family driving the car, listening to the loonies. I got five on it. For, I want to say about that. Um, first off, town business. Uh, you know, that's, that's my home, Oakland. Loonies are from Oakland. Of course you speak on it. Of course I had to say that. Uh, second off, I found it really interesting that, um, everyone was, was all of a sudden streaming. I got five on it. Like people was researching. I got five on it. Like, (laughs) like they never, this generation is so whack. They never heard I got five on it. What what is it? I, I got five on it. Me. It's about drugs. It's not about drugs. It's a dope song. <laughs> it's just a good song. Like, exactly. It's a dope song. <laughs> I, I love the song. Shout out to Yuck Mouth, by the way. Yuck's the homeboy. Uh from the from the Looney. Um What do we think of the trailer? It's I, high. I have some theories about the trailer. Good. The the tagline of the trailer is um sometimes you are your own worst enemy. And people are trying to as people do. They're trying to figure out what the story is about from watching the trailer. So, Art, right, what what do you think, based upon the trailer, it might be about? Or do you have any 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 other theories than what everybody's saying? Like you just like yeah, it's about people fighting themselves, or the government making clones of people? I think clones is a part of it. Oh. I think I think the rabbits in the trailer represented that you remember the end of the trailer they was like in this facility where there's a bunch of rabbits i think those rabbits were clones there's a representation of clones i, be- I believe that anything else i mean because i i can see that honestly happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like us fighting ourselves i can see that. yeah but them knowing your every move like that is kind of interesting well that that well, why get into what i think you th- you think anything, G? You think anything about that? 
I'm I'm on my Universal Soldier shit. Have you ever seen the movie Universal Soldier? It's basically not minus the part about you know them doing the dead people and bringing them back to life. But I'm I'm with y'all on the clones and the pod people scenario. But it's to the point. I think it's more of like creating a weapon to take out a threat. So if they're cloning people and they're cloning specific people, like that they deem as a threat, then, hey, you need to know how they move, how they think. Who better to know that than the person we're trying to take out? Like, keep in mind, people's DNA and fingerprints and stuff are everywhere. We don't think about it on a regular basis of where we leave that that type of information. Everybody's so worried about shit online. You don't think about where you leave your saliva, you know, where you leave your fingerprints, things like that, just moving day to day. From certain movies that they've done, um, shit, uh, The Fifth Element, had he recreated her from a, a single strand of DNA. I don't know. I go left. I go no. way left. When I go left, I go left. I turn all the way left. Like don't I just be bad. spinning in circles. Don't feel bad because I have, I have a super left. It's time for Conspiracy Corner with Wade. Okay. Check me out. Watching the trailer, I think the, for lack of a better term, the others. Exactly. Um, they're the actual family. I think the first family is the clone. And I think they're coming back to get their place back, to get their spot in humanity back. You know what? That's not that far-fetched, because you know what I noticed in the trailer? What's that? That the little boy is wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. The, the quote-unquote clone is wearing a mask, but he never takes the mask off. But I'm tell you what and I it's noticed. Not like, it's not like any of the other family members are showing <clears throat> that type of behavior, I'll, I'll say. Like, he seems to be the most for lack of a better phrase, out of control one. I'm going to so, tell you what I noticed. Here's what I noticed. Check it, this out. It, 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 it kind of, if they, if, if, as you, as you called them, if the others were the ones that were cloned, then normally when, from, you know, the movies, books we've read, all of that, when the clones happen, you try to better the process. Mm-hmm. You try to fix, you know, what's wrong, quote unquote. So why would you clone and create that? <clears throat> right. So that's a that, very that's definitely that is definitely a left left. That's a left right left. But see, here's up what down, else up down, up down, up down, A B select. You funny. Uh, start. Here's what else took me off. If you watch the trailer, listen to how they talking. Um, they're talking with a proper accent, I guess I said. 
some people might say they're talking white. Like, if you notice uh-huh. the scene where he comes out, he's like, if y'all want to get crazy, we can get crazy. Like, listen to how he, listen to his accent. That's how he's talking. Mm. You know what I mean? And when, when they're in the car listening to the song, and she's like, you know, you got to get your rhythm. She's training the boy to get his rhythm. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to train ki- black kids to get their rhythm. You know what I mean? It's little things like that. I'm like, hey, this something's not right here. I think they're the clone. The regular people? Yeah, I think the regular people are the clones. And they're coming back to get their spot. So it's a twist on what you think. I'm I'm interested to see the movie. Of course, I'm going to go see it. Uh, and I want to hear what y'all think about the movie, Uncarnation. But that's my theory. It's little telltale signs that like, okay, they're not, something's not right. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, oh, okay. Gee, do you have anything streaming for us this week? It's really light week, right? I do. I do. Huh? I do, I do, I do, um, cuz like you, loose slime. Okay. Badass. The new adventures of badass. Okay. And all, before it's too late, Glasses Malone and Jay, uh, Jay Hayes. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, Appalachian is uh, I got so vicious, vish. Beige Loaf got a new joint out called Go Danish Go, Volume One. <laughs> and we, even though we talked about this, I have to, I have to hear it all the way through, so I can make a sound judgment on it. <laughs> Lil Act. Oh <laughs> man, not Lil Act. <laughs> I'm not bothering with that shit. <laughs> Look, I'm curious at this point, bro. I, I, look, I thought about it. I want to hear it. I want to hear how far he went with his trolling. I really do. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. You tell me how it sounds. I'm not. I'm not messing with that shit. I, 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 I got you. Yeah, I got you. You let me know. Next, look when I when I come back from parts unknown, <laughs> I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna have it playing for you. <laughs> uh, Kenyon Dixon. AKA R&B Kenny, niggas got emotions too. Uh, Waka Flocka, I I can't rap value too. Cormega, got a project out simply titled mm-hmm. Mega. Right. My nigga Currency, we the instrumentals three. Right, yeah, yeah. And one of the most hated niggas in the industry, Russ, Justin Kate. Okay, so it was a decent list out this week. That's what's up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, normally, Uncut Nation, this is a part of the show where Ari plays her song of the week. Uh, but for the year-end show, the year-end spectacular that we have here, uh, I decided that I was going to play a song. And I know before I told y'all I don't play songs because I just play a bunch of pop. <laughs> this is not pop. Uh, this is a newer song. I'm from a, from an artist I've been I've been following for a while, been familiar with for a while. Um, I've heard. I will say I've I was recently told it was on another podcast, but so what? I don't care. 
Um, it's just a really dope song. <laughs> it's uh, it's contemporary. I think when you hear, if you know me in, in real life, when you hear the first bars, you'll understand why I relate to it. I think G, I think you'll like this <laughs> as well. Huh? It's bars of death. Nah, nah, well, nah, nah. It's not bars of death. This, this is this is grown man. Right here, this is grown man shit. Uh, I've been rocking with this artist for a minute now. Um, since his first, well, I can't say his first album. My first project from him was El Presidente. Uh, he goes by the name. Wait, don't fuck this. Huh? He said, "Don't fuck this." Nah, nah, nah. I've been rocking with him for a while since since El Presidente. Uh, and I'm just gonna let it rock. This is from. No, I'm just gonna let it rock. Y'all tell me what y'all think. Uncut Nation. You ain't gonna say who it is. Nope. Just let it rock. Nothing, except the women you were fucking. 
That was Rico Love with God Forgives uh, off his new album, Even Kings Die. Uh, it's in your phone right now. Go pick it up. Uh, shout out to Rico Love. I've been fucked with him for a minute. Uh, just a poignant song. I think every parent, especially in this generation, can relate to the lyric. As a father with daughters, of course, I can relate to it. Gee, I'm sure you can relate to the lyrics. I think it was thought it was dope. I just thought it was dope. It's something that's not talked about enough in music. Um, we always talk about the baby mama and the things we all go through, but I think there's a lane for us to talk about those other issues as well. So I've been rocking with it. I I, I got it some time this week to listen to all the music I've downloaded for the last month or so and this is one of the first ones I listened to I thought it was real dope God forgives Rico Love I think that's it uh, anything else we gotta do? huh? anything no. else? nothing? okay uh, I think that's it yeah I think that's really it uh, it's been a qu- feel like a quick show but I know it's, it's not. <laughs> Definitely not. It was like a quick show. It was a smooth show, I guess. Um, but next week is our 100th episode. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Uh, shout out to all y'all who've been fucking with us since episode double zero. Um, so technically, we got one on the Yeah, technically. Um, I think that's it. We, I'm saving all the mushy shit for next week. <laughs> Y'all gotta indulge me. I might cry some shit. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, it's gonna all be right, a big I'm deal. I'm not having a penny in the It's gonna be a big deal next week. But um, if that's all, I don't, don't even. I don't even smoke. Me and A gonna blow one down. Y'all, y'all go ahead and y'all do that. <laughs> you blow one down too. Nah, I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can contact. I'm gonna tell Jay lock the studio door. <laughs> um, yeah, I just saw some of the phone. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, so for Ari, 
4G. I, of course, am way, and like we always do, we end the show. You may agree with what we say. You may not agree with what we say. But one thing you can agree with, we keep it uncut. So until the next time, next year, we'll catch you on the internet. Thanks for listening to the Words with Wade podcast. Make sure you follow us online using the hashtag Words with Wade.